Actually, I don't know what lyrics are singing, but I think it's the two most popular words of the song. Yeah, and I didn't know that it's a Portuguese song until, you know, we visited the Portuguese settlement, which, by the way, everyone who stays there call it Posset. Really? For the longest time, I was like, Posset? Apa Posset? What? Posset? Macam Indonesia. Like, you know the Indonesians, right? They kind of compress all their words. I don't know. But yeah, they told me. Okay, Gina, see you at Posset. Poset ah Yeah. Poset. So, what was your first experience with Portuguese settlement lah? Kau kan anak Melaka. Okay, tapi anak Melaka ni, selama dia hidup kat Melaka, 10 tahun je lah. Tak pernah masuk Portuguese settlement. At least, Seriously? I didn't enter knowing that it was Portuguese settlement. I might have gone, follow parents, visit somebody or whatever, but I never knew I was there. So, the first time I literally knew I was going to Portuguese, Portuguese settlement. Poset. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's why they make it short, right? Because it's quite a mouthful. Um, was, I was already living in KL. And my Singaporean relatives um, had come up to Malacca. Like, we met halfway, right? In Malacca for a holiday. And they said, let's go check out this uh, all the Christmas decorations at the Portuguese settlement. And I'm like, really? Imagine, no, Singaporeans. Telling you got- where to go. For, no, for Christmas decoration. I mean, we always think about Orchard setting the... Correct. Orchard Road in Singapore has all this snow falling down your yeah. car, windscreen, and all this full-blown winterland. So for them to want to come to Malacca and check out this Christmas do must have been something lah. So I walked in, I was shocked. It's like walking into a theme park. Fun fair. Well, well I, like I, I call park. it like a fun fair. I call it like a one-road beautiful picture. Okay lah. This is how you know about the road, right? Uh, my family was down in Malacca one December. Mm-hmm. And then that time we have internet, so we know everything. <laughs> right. Okay? So I remember my mom said, you must go for the street, ah, with all this Christmas thing, one, ah. you know? And she didn't tell me it's called Portuguese settlement. Okay. What was it? It's, like, it's the street with the Christmas thing, Gina. Wow. Look at your phone. So I had to like, search up, right? Malacca, Christmas street, <laughs> blah, 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 or something like that. And then uh, we found our way to, to that place. Uh, and we had to go at night. Yes. Said, Must go at night, okay? And I go for what lah? Well, I would think it's because of the lights lah. So even, well, Orchard. Or yeah, of course, when I reach there, I'm like, oh, it's light land. <laughs> yeah, but the crazy thing is, this is not the malls. Like, okay, if you go down Bukit Bintang, right? Or I think Bukit Bintang so lose them. I think so. But, I mean, those are corporations, street lights, and, you know, the front of the mall and everything. But this... Is houses. We're talking about Christmas and the sky is excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are houses. I think one of the way we need to, uh, if you haven't been there, the best way to describe is uh, you actually drive from main road and then there's this left turning they turn into this Portuguese settlement which has this gerbang. Okay. Uh, at night you might miss it because it's just a gerbang. Then you drive in and this street, the main street, lah, the whole Portuguese actually have like a few rows of of roads, right? But you have one main road that you go in. Left, right, center. Every house has decoration. It's even greater than Bintang Walk. Seriously, man. Yeah, every house. And we're talking about giant snowmen. Of course, not made of real snow. Um, reindeer on the roof. Seriously, I was like, wala eh, all these people, where they get money and right? everything to do this. And then after that, 
you found out that they each family just decided to spend money and splurge it and just do this Christmas thing every year one Crazy. month every year and, and huge Christmas trees I think some of them were actual real Christmas trees if we're going to do this every year we might just as well grow the tree right, right. but huge like trees taller than the houses and I never knew there was this kind of thing in Malaysia let alone Malacca yes it's just really uh, unbelievable. Even as we drive through, it was like, uh, like wow, it's like a drive through, uh, like you say, like, fun land, pretty land, <laughs> littered up land, and then you have kids walking around freely and going in. I was like, what is community quite close-knitted, yeah. you know? I said, hey, people just go to each other's house, maybe they just know everybody, huh? But then, no, all their doors are open, and you see people walking, and then they were like, hey, you want to come in for a drink? And I'm like, I don't know you, that kind of feeling. But it's a kind of very warm, welcoming a different world compared yes. to what I would have associated to Malaysia. But I do wonder, where do they put all those decorations after Christmas? Maybe they have a collective storehouse. Maybe, like the warehouse, and then you mark, okay, this one is who's mine, who's mine, who's mine. Yeah. Or maybe you can just take... Maybe. But there's one place to check out in December if you are travelling to Malacca. Um, I think one thing that I really learned when we went to Malacca with our friend, Marianne, mm-hmm. who is a Portuguese, what was she saying? 100% Eurasian! <laughs> yes. She wore that t-shirt and when she brought us to her kampung. And then uh, it was like, you just park your car because it's so close-knitted, right? You just park your car at one side and you just walk from one house to another house like rumah sendiri. Yeah, or walk through the back. And I thought, back hey, door. they do this on a um, not very Christmas basis. Also, they do lah. Yes. So it's quite interesting. But she also did mention that um, everybody who lives there or lived there uh, went to the same school, the Canusian convent. So, I mean, imagine if convent would be girls, that, right? If all the girls who live there went to the same school, live in the same neighbourhood, you would be quite closely knitted. Lah. But you also make the same enemies, because imagine same school. <laughs> but I, I saw, felt, felt that it was a very, like, a settlement community. Yeah. That kind of a feeling somehow. Anyway, she brought us to visit her godma because her, her parents are all living in now. Yes, so Auntie her... Jacinta. I have to think very hard to remember her name because Marianne always calls her godma, right? Yeah. So I think we first visited her and she was cooking and she said, go out, I'm smelly, go out, go for a walk <laughs> or whatever is it. And then uh, we were introduced to Uncle Martin which yes. back then, of course, um, we didn't know who he really is. <laughs> la. So Marianne said, oh, anything you want to know, you just talk to him. So I was like, oh, okay. You know, uh, when I came back, uh, if you Google Uncle Martin and Paul said, he's like the guy, la, the storyteller. Yes, he is the guy. I remember he was even compiling material about the Christian, Christian language. Uh, yeah, they have remember a dictionary. He was as the books and all that. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And I think they have weekly meetups. Remember he was saying? They have weekly meetups, like, in case somebody remembered this word, hey, what does it actually mean? Uh? Because, you know, like... The like a word study. Correct, because the older people who know the language very, very well, I suppose most of them have passed on. So the younger generation come together and then there's this exchange going on, which is really cool. Yeah. Like you said just now, I didn't even realise it's Portuguese settlement, right? So I first went in, oh, Christmas Lane, blah, 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 come hmm. out. When Marianne brought me in again, oh, this is a settlement I came here during Christmas. Oh. I was excited, you know, because uh, when you come at night and there's a lot of people, you drive to the end of the road and then uh, that time there's no big Jesus statue yet, yes. la, okay? So you see, like, okay, okay, that's it, come back. But if you go to the end road, if you don't park and go down, you won't even notice that there's a sea. There's a sea yes. front. And then yes. there's restaurants there that's really popular. And yes. there's a museum, like, 
Well, yes. I mean, like, like you really need to like go to the end road and park the car. You know, don't be stingy and say, oh, I don't know, I don't know how much was it, two ringgit, five ringgit. Park your car and really take a walk around the neighborhood. Look, there's a seafront, there's restaurants with proper Portuguese food. Okay, not your yes. uh, so-called commercial Portuguese food. It's like when they serve the food, like the rumah sendiri, plating. You know, it's not like, style and fine dining kind of feel. It's yeah. really Portuguese. And if I remember correctly, I think some of the food is actually cooked in the houses. Yeah, and, and then they just out, correct right? to the restaurant to serve. So <laughs> community driven. Yeah. And then there's the whole museum which totally, I think, have to give them credit for the comprehensive collection of data there. Mm-hmm. From clothes to, uh, I don't know, things, items, bed, pajamas. <laughs> yes. Like, I was like, wow. And then, uh, I think the most impressive stuff was the fishing tools. I didn't know Portuguese people were, f- well, mainly fishermen. Neither did I. So, if you go to the museum, uh, you will see how they fish or used to fish because they don't have a lot of seafront left uh, that is accept- accessible to them. But it's the pushing type of Net. What's really interesting la, is like we know when we go and travel to different we fishing communities. We always net pull the net one. Never hear yeah. people push the net one. Yeah, and then last time got the one with the one at the time, the rod, right? Correct. This one is the push the net. And I think they get a lot of prawns. I suppose so if you push it through the muds. Yeah, so remember when we arrived at the house, they were looking through this box of ice. And we said, oh, what was that? Grago. Do you know what Grago is? I didn't know until I saw it. I, the, I, I thought it was like tiny streams. Yeah, tiny, tiny but then, shrimps. Uh, yeah, like the Chinese use the dry stream for soup. Is it the same thing? Yeah. I don't know. It's the same thing, but it's the same one that they make blachan. Ah. Kan? ah. So right, then big fishermen, like um, there's also two or three other big, big, how to say, occasions yes. that they celebrate. Like wow, that is the St. Peter's thing where they have the fishermen affairs going out okay that one I cannot say much because I'm supposed to go and check them out yes. but then uh, COVID happened Yes. but then the year just before COVID I went down because there's this grand how to say uh, I call it Festival? big fun fair like that okay. Uh. okay they say oh Gina we have this thing called Intrudu what are you intruding to? <laughs> they have like, oh, like Thailand water festival throw water everywhere yes mm. so I was thinking why you all got water festival? Yeah, why? Eh? Because most Portuguese people are Christians. They, I mean, okay. they go to church and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Introdu happens on the last Sunday before Ash Wednesday. Okay, it's complicated okay. if you're not a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, before Easter, um, we Christians sometimes fast 40 days. Minus the Sundays. Yeah, so minus the Sundays. But yeah. Yeah. So on the last Sunday before the 40 day of fasting began, Yes. Okay, the Portuguese celebrate this thing called Intrudu. Mm-hmm. It's basically like, oh, yeah, before we fast and everything, we must cleanse ourselves ah. and clean ourselves. Sounds so serious, right? So I was thinking, water festival called cleanse ourselves, we're very serious there. Ah. So I thought, free, it's open to public. Okay. So Gina got nothing to do and then couldn't get anyone crazy enough to go down with me <laughs> to go play water that day. That's like, yeah, what? Not even more, me. <laughs> so I went down on my own lah. And? And Intrudu is one whole day. At Porset. Okay. So, wait. You walk in. Do you have to... Are you supposed to get wet? Or do you kind of go in like waterproof though? How? You better, swimsuit, you better go in waterproof because whether you're a visitor or you're non-visitor, you're getting wet. If you bring a camera, yes, your camera will get wet too. There's no mercy. Okay. So, bring a waterproof equipment if you need. Yeah. They put a big signboard <laughs> in front. So, what they do is they, oh, set, wow. they start about 7 something 
or something like that. In the morning. So yeah, so something morning, I was like, okay, all changed. I'm getting ready lah after doing a little bit of research and make sure that I was wearing, actually not so much of what I'm wearing, but making sure that my camera is <laughs> waterproof and okay. everything. So I bought this uh, plastic tag and put wow. my, cam- my phone in and stuff okay. like that. And then I went in and thinking, cannot be lah, I'm outsider. They won't make yeah, me how so wet, wet can right? You get, right? Correct. The most maybe, I just protect yeah, my maybe camera, they have the right? wet, not so wet. And, okay. okay. So <laughs> I walk in, because like I said, it's a one main street. Okay. And then you reach the end where where the uh they have a community space like a field car park like okay. that. Okay, okay. So I walk walk walk. Hey, nobody one, you know, like seven thirty only. Like oh. why are nobody one ah? What's happening? And then I walk until the end. Then I saw wow, they built a stage. Okay. With big big tanks like your water tanky upstairs like that. Wow. Big swimming pool tank like that. Okay, a lot everywhere. Um, at the end actually at every house there was one already so I just look at it oh water tank lah they see lah right. I mean I didn't think much about it okay. until I reached the end there was a lot of water tank then oh, there yeah. were like um, okay have you been like when you're a kid you know you put up this plastic thing outside your house you put few water and then you play water one I've seen but I don't remember having okay. so yeah. there were like 20 of those at the car park and then there were like a lot of things like that you look at it like ready, but there was no one around. La. So I think oh, were they hiding? They say event seven thirty. What? Why seven twenty five? No body. Okay. One, okay. Trust go, Gina uh. to go five minutes before everything starts. But yeah. So go at seven thirty. Everybody look at me. I'm the weird one, lah. Cause you know, um, I'm not <laughs> thinking Portuguese, ma. And then yeah, I'm looking like some tourists like that. Okay. You know, at seven thirty, someone ring a bell. Dong dong oh. dong dong. And all the kids ran out with their water balloon, their water gun, oh. and then they started shooting each other. And then they just tap. Pang of water was the one that take and fill water and then she and then they look at me right don't they do anything cause I'm stranger right okay and then the elders came oh hello bush <laughs> what? and I'm like oh you welcome me like a whole pail of water after that the kids said official can attack and they all just shot me back oh so before 7.30 they were all kind of like counting down in the house I just waiting so. can you imagine like okay gear up gear up like okay got your stuff got your stuff got your guns got your yeah, yeah. That'd so and cool. the entire uh, it goes on until about twelve. Basically, you have until twelve to wash as many underwear, as usual, yeah, as possible. And I kind of like the concept where let's say you and I are arguing and we no longer talking to each other, okay. right? So to break the ice, I don't want to talk to her lah. You know, wait right. for her to say first, right? So this is a chance you throw water at each other. Go like, yeah, I hate you, man. You know the kind <laughs> thing. And then after a while, water that part it become a peacemaker because you start to have fun together. You forget about your anger. Oh. You forget about grudges and you reconcile. And this kind of thing is very interesting. They call it the cleansing of the soul, of your emotion, before you fast for, you know, Easter. That's so cool. So that was like the whole ideology, the values behind Intrude. So cool. I, wow. Wow. People look at it like water festival, right? right. But if you, are, if you are in the community, so close-knitted, and you have someone that you tengah geram ke tak geram, <laughs> this is the chance that you can reconcile without seriously go sit your house. Okay lah, come and be friends. Right. This is like the water way la, to do it lah. I suppose lah, I mean eventually you will probably burst out laughing. Yeah. <laughs> but I really like it because every two hours there's a water tank that comes and fill up all this tank. And mind okay. you, right? You thought tank, right? And then people dunking people into the big top <laughs> of tank water, right? And it's filled with ice to the brim. No ice way. cube. It's like solid cold. Don't like people get sick or something? I don't know. Then after that, they said, over the years, we wanted to make it more exciting. And I'm like... <gasps> Huh. But you see, right? I thought I was visitor, ma. Uh-huh. And then actually, my contact person was Marianne got my right. auntie Jacinta. Uh-huh. From far, I can see she's just looking out for me, you know. Oh. But then her looking out is different. Uh. Okay, she go. Eh, hey, that one new fella, 
go. Go down. They come, they dunk me inside, and then come out fresh. <laughs> then she, she see me, uh, almost dry already, uh, half an hour later. She will tell the so and so, so and so, the fellow come, hey, you're new, right? Come, 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 make friend, make friend, dunk. <laughs> and no one is innocent there. They just, their aim is to keep you wet as long as you're there. As long as when the sun kind of dries you a little bit. Ah, uh, Marila, they hunt orang kasi basa basakan. And sejuk sejukkan. But were there um visitors? Like, do people come back from? Uh, some people do. I saw like a two or three Chinese family. They basically go like, yeah, once a while, you know, once a year, I bring my kids here for water day. Ah. And then they sit down and make friends lah because there's so many things. You have bubbles. You have water balloons. That's nice. But here's the interesting thing. You know, um, the internet has this thing called the ice. You no know, lah, like the ice bucket. Uh, challenge Challenge right Yeah That's okay like What CD challenge right <laughs> Okay So I got down into a huge tank of ice water Okay And I thought I would hit it But uh-huh. I don't You loved I it I didn't Yeah I, I went in there My brain freeze and everything And then when it came out It, it felt cleansed It felt like I had this brain freeze Okay And when it came out Like resetted All my mental yeah, Cloudiness ke, All my struggle All my stress or It's just numb to blankness Frozen And then You <laughs> then feel like You're starting from go, a clean slate You know Let it go Now you know what the song Has got to do with frozen Careful yeah. my So <laughs> I thought Every intro I must go back Just to get down But then the next year I remember when we wanted to go There was a drought Gun but it was just no, COVID year, remember? Yeah, it was, was the beginning. I mean, of beginning of COVID year, there was no lockdown, but I was saying like, eh, hey, got this virus thing lah. And then that one is because we all play water, touch, touch. Um, yeah. So didn't want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, Intrudu is not just about that. Mm-hmm. So, there is a day program, okay? So I thought, well, get what wet the whole day. No, at 12 o'clock, they ring the bell. No one can make anyone wet anymore. Oh, so there's a cutoff point. Yes, so there's a ding, start and ding, stop. What happens if you get somebody wet? Do you gonna penalize or no <laughs> lah? You see, everybody by then just having fun. So by eleven twelve, yeah. the DJ puts up the music, okay. and then at twelve when the bell ring, they uh spray bubble soap all over the place from Ooh. the top like snow. Yeah, and that's when all the ladies will come out and sell all the Portuguese food at the side. The street. Oh, wow! So you have lunch. Wait, from and, their houses or yeah. At the square. At, at the, the square. La. So they will move their... They already have like... Each one have a booth or something to sell the specialty. Okay, okay, okay. And then you... Yeah. So what do you remember you. of the specialties? They're different from uh, our normal cookies or... No lah. They have all this curry. Devil curry and... Oh, so it's proper food. Proper food, yes. Proper food. It's lunch lah. Lunch lah. Okay. So you can yeah. get your rice. Correct. And then you can get your... Okay, the most famous lah is the one you said lah. Curry devil. Yeah. I always thought it was curry devil. I also. Right? Then Marianne said, no, no, it's devil. Oh, okay, okay. I thought, you know, people pronounce salah ke. <laughs> yeah. So after that lunch, and then you go home and dry off lah. Or I went home and dry off properly. Okay. And make sure that my equipment was like... I was shooting stuff using that tag, which actually works. Okay, so I went home. And then the next program was at 3 o'clock. Okay. That I normally wouldn't go lah. 3 o'clock under the hot sun leh. Mm. The program was football. Okay, at least it wasn't okay. 1 o'clock. Football <laughs> at the field yeah. at 3 o'clock. Okay, so me being me lah, like you say just now, I went 255 like that lah. Okay. okay. And when then the field was empty lah. Okay, so I call Auntie Jacinta because she happened to be the chairperson for that year. Ah. Auntie Jacinta, I'm in the correct field. There's only one field in Posset, but I don't see any football player. Then she said, okay, you wait lah. Then suddenly they said, oh, we are late. Come, let's go play. <laughs> because what happens is everybody go home and rest, right? But they're supposed right. to wake up and play. So I thought like, and they think I don't like football. So this is like one football? thing. I, I, I wouldn't, 
go under the sun to watch football lah. Okay, okay. Okay, that kind of thing. I mean, I, I don't mind watching on TV, but if I have a choice, I watch badminton or something okay. like that, okay? Alright. So, I, the only reason I go is because that it says there, cross-dressing football. Ooh. All the guys, if you talk to them lah, which I spoke to them, they all came in their wig and stilettos <gasps> with their fake breasts oh. and the dun dun do and I was like, OMG, look like some drag coming out to play. But yeah, and I'm talking about young guys to old guys. I mean, the younger guys, not quite. The older guys, like, why you're not sporting? Grow up already. Don't join this. This is once a year. It's a culture. Wow. You all must do this. So they try to get the younger ones to do it. My friend Tony Leo would absolutely love that place. So yes. they did it. <laughs> and then they say, every year um, after we rest, we will tell our parents, Mom, can I borrow your bra? <laughs> Mom, can I borrow like, your handbag? You know, like that, that's their memory. Oh, so they don't buy their own. <laughs> yeah, they, they grow up with that kind of memory, you know? Wow. So they have to play football stilettos. But it's, it's funny lah. It's just funny. <laughs> but humorous. they don't like, they don't like enjoy they that. And then they purposely run like girls and that. Like chasing the balls. I don't, like, you know? They don't, they don't injure their ankles or whatever. Like, oh, you're so scary. I don't know. But it was just really funny watching them. Okay, just like, I suppose they've mastered the art. Hmm. Yeah, so they're trying to get the younger generation to join. The younger generation will be like, Oh, why are you dressed like this, uncle? Because right. they were like some kids, right? So embarrassing. <laughs> but you can see how they're passing down the culture. Ah, yeah. sounds like fun. Yeah, and then at night we end with uh, dancing and barbecue. So they actually do all the clap clap songs. Yeah. Then you see all the older people dance and the younger people are like, you know, you're encouraged to learn all these moves or whatever. That's the amazing thing, I think, you know, about the Portuguese culture. They know their dance. They actually know their songs. I mean, if you ask me to do a Chinese dance, uh, I don't even know how to sing the <laughs> Dundang Sayang, you know? I, I mean, I've heard it before. Not live. I've heard it on YouTube. But it's so hard. Like, how in the world? I don't know. Do but the Portuguese, are the, they come all dressed up. The gentlemen come in their suit and the women nice. come in their... You know, Red. and even though it's just down the street and they're just doing it like shocks on the day, right? You know, like, you know, there's no people. It's not a performance. It's Yet a community. They dress up for it. Outing together. Yeah. yeah. So I remember like, okay, after football, went home, take a shower, went down. They said, come, come eat. Huh? Uh, actually, I was thinking, right, just going to the restaurant there to eat. Uh-huh. Because I live at the hotel right at the end of the street. So okay. I literally just walk. Okay. Okay, then, then oh, it's dancing night, food here, just eat. Like, really potty, potty like that. Did and then dance? They did no lah. I shy. <laughs> but then they be trying to drag me, so I just to get them shy like this. But by now, they said, this visitor has stayed from morning to night. Ah. Most visitors stay one, two hours and go. Especially the morning part lah. The camera guys really cannot and all run away one. <laughs> Those who have came in without warning lah. Okay. So yeah. you earn their orang dalaman Yeah, status. they go like, why so long, why so long like that lah, you know. And then, yeah, with Adi Jacinta dropping clues. Hey, that one you can kena ah. <laughs> lah, you know? Please kenakan her. <laughs> yeah. But it is a, it's a very interesting experience compared to when Marianne bring us. We really hmm. learn and experience the comedy as yes. a close-knitted, right? And you thought, yeah, maybe they are just close-knitted that way. In mm. the very uh, jaga you, jaga me way. Yeah. But yeah. during festivals, I used to really see them, how they get other people involved. So when they have, like, Chinese family come with their children to play, ah, play, play, play! Like, you know, it's a very nice. welcoming and very warm kind of feeling. Very nice. Which I think is quite hard to find anywhere now in Malaysia lah. I mean, yeah. not in a whole community herd kind of way. I think in a in a village kind of uh, 
environment you would see that. I remember you sharing about uh somewhere in Sabah, Kampung Tili, ah, so yeah. they all come out the community and then you know, like in Kampung Barjumpa, also in Nirtenom. You know, it's like they share a similar thing when they all live together in a certain place. But otherwise, if you're in KL and everybody's dispersed, you would think lah, that, you know, you know all your neighbours and like, wow, so diversified. Wow, all the different ethnic groups living together in the same building. But actually, we don't really That's true. know That's one true. another. In fact, I think last year was the first time my neighbour came and passed me some uh, cookies for Deepavali. First I think, time. I think MCO changed a lot of people. That's that true. So My mom started to give a roasted chicken to all her neighbors and I'm like, we got so many chicken to Rosa. <laughs> but then after that, there was Christmas. Then during Chinese New Year, they all came with oranges. So someone had to start somewhere. So maybe it's bringing back that community in us, you know? Yeah. Not to be so siloed, to be so mm, isolated or only that in your true, own uh. kind of, yeah. I think even if you're a silo, like, if you are in your, let's say, let's say you live in a condo and the entire condo is a community itself, it's good enough. Yes. You don't need it to be, like, a neighbourhood kind of thing. I think you should start small. A condo would be a neighbourhood already. I Correct. mean, come on, even my unit is considered low density, right? But if everybody knew everybody, Correct. that would be a kampong in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's exactly what Posset was. Lah. Yeah. Except that they don't have high-rise building, but they're spread out. But yeah, everyone know who stay where and which yes. house, and you can just walk in yes. and just do whatever you want in the house, that kind of thing. It's that kind of a trusting, I call it. There's a trust in the community. But having said that, Auntie Jacinta was very nice. Despite all the prank that she threw on me, she was very welcoming in the sense that she said, okay, I will tell you where's the next festival we have so Aww. that I can tell you more. And if you need to know more uh, after the festival, sit down, have an interview. Like there was this whole very sharing kind of, uh, kind of thing. So I had a different experience with her compared to when we were there with Marianne. Mm, so now it's like a one-to-one I, I think, yeah, la, when Marianne was with us, like, she was feeding us, she was busy feeding us. Yeah, she was making, busy cooking. Correct, and making us feel welcome in her home. And then what she did? Teach us to play chucky. Yes, she did. She did. Yeah. And introduce every single dish properly. Got what ingredient? La, don't yes. Know. <laughs> so it was a very different, eh, compared to this lady who's in charge of like, they ring the bell now. Ah, uh, you know, or the like, ah, uh, yes. Okay, we can start dancing now. So, um, there is so much. And I get to see that, you know, Portuguese women are so, they are not, like um, hiding in the house they have their roles to play they can play leadership role if they want to mm. or not and that was like very very interesting but that's the thing about women lah ha? mm. kalau kita bagi dia orang power sikit we can do a lot of things lah I think not so much power but responsibility or that space the freedom to do something Um. yeah I suppose so, right, Maria has godmala, very godmala, grandmother, la, 101. La. This Jurita also have a lot of godmas. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I only have two godmas and one fairy godmother. <laughs> uh, that sounds like three already. <laughs> different, different roles. Like Are they all saying. from Malacca? <laughs> no, actually, one is from Malacca. So, the one I was telling you from Klebang. And then the other one developed into my godmother um, at my first full-time job. So she was actually my first full-time boss. And then somehow she became like my mentor kind of thing. And then people started to call her my godma. And I'm like, yeah, actually, why not? Then I began to be invited to her Christmas dues and stuff. So it was kind of like grew into it. Yeah. So two saja. 
Oh, yang official lah. Yes. So yesterday was Mother's Day. Yesterday right? was Mother's Day. Yes. And then we have a special video out on our, our you know Facebook page. We and did. Then, I think it's one of the coolest thing we did lah. I think okay. Let's flashback ah. Two years ago, I think we did a calendar mm-hmm. with all this language that say uh Happy New Year. Yes. And it was all written lah. Right? So this year, Happy Mother's Day, we thought, yeah, we do verbal lah. Why everybody MCO wah? Boring kat rumah, baik kat orang rekod-rekod-rekod. True. So we had that video going on. Yes. What was like the most interesting part about Mother's Day for you? About Mother's Day or about the project? <laughs> Both lah. Okay, so for the... I think this year, Mother's Day, what was special was the project lah. Huh? Um, as we asked our friends for greetings you know so we would text okay like hey you know uh we're doing this project would you send us the greeting uh, in your language right wait, wait, uh, i need to check out first <laughs> yes so a lot of them went let me check how to let me ask you know and that was really really cool because then they would come back and they actually sent us you know how do you say that what word means yeah because we ask them word by word also to write down just for us to understand, right? Yes. So the word is like, a mother's happy day. And you know, that it teaches me a little bit of the language uh, structure. structure. It was quite interesting, actually. Yes. So to all of you who sent in your greetings, thank you very much for doing the research and then learning how to say it. Because I understand that sometimes we can speak a language, like to get around to order food or, or you know, to converse, but we don't necessarily know how to say certain things um, correctly <laughs> or convincingly. So thank you very much for being a part of this. Yes, so if you have missed the video, I thought since it's all audio la, I mean mm-hmm. the video will have a spelling and everything, right? But let's play the audio like a belated happy mother's dedication kind of thing to all the mothers in Malaysia and beyond. Happy Mother's Day! Selamat Ari Indai. Changla Ama Dise. Selamat Ari Ami. Ma, bu cinta kuala. Yeah, so to all mothers out there, uh, belated Happy Mother's Day greetings to you. And uh, remember, right, that it is not only on special days that we celebrate our loved ones. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't specifically celebrate on a special day. Yeah, it's expensive. So I celebrate <laughs> every day. Yeah, show them your love every day. And don't just, you know, think they know. It's important to express it as well. Yes. I remember how touched my mom was when I first sent her flower two, three years ago. She never received flower in her life. Oh. 
And then wow. I, I remember we sending it because my sister was not around and I had to be in Sabah and uh, my brother is not very good with stuff like that. Okay. And then I didn't want her to have a Mother's Day where, you know, own. no children. Yeah. So I said, oh, send her a flower lah. Yeah, I think she was like, terkejut gila. <laughs> yeah, but that reminds me as well. I mean, okay, so Mother's Day was yesterday but it's never too late. If you know somebody who doesn't have kids, you know, and has made an impact in your life, you can always go up to her and... Show her your love as well. Yeah. So with that, we shall end today's episode. Uh, I'm Gina Yap Lai Yong. And I'm Juita Suito, signing off from Songs and Stories. If you enjoyed this episode, tune in every Monday at 12 noon Malaysian time or follow and subscribe to Songs and Stories on your favourite podcast streaming platform. We are also on Facebook at songsandstories.com.my or follow us on Twitter at Stories Malaysia.